Welcome everybody to episode eight of So What Now. Vic, the co-host, Christian over here speaking. And we have a very special guest today. Someone I've been knowing for quite a bit, only about like four years throughout undergrad. Victoria, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. We're so happy to have you. Yeah, this um, is sick. Yeah. Uh, so, Victoria, mm-hmm. so how was, how was post-grad right now and how was undergrad for you? Well, undergrad went really well. I mean, I commuted three out of the four years, and I enjoyed commuting. I met great people, and I don't think it's hit me yet that I'm not going back to Merrimack in the fall. (laughs) Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, I know Vic felt like that as well after he graduated. He kind of had a little emotional moments. I did as well because I realized I wasn't going to see the same exact people consistently Mm -hmm. over a strong period of time. And... I don't know, Vic, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, that's that's funny because yesterday I was just FaceTiming my old roommates and I was like, yo, I miss you guys. How you doing? And, you know, I think that's one really tough part of post-grad life is that, like, for myself, I'm not sure about YouTube, Victoria, but I'm at this point where I'm just like, I don't know what I want to do. But, like, I know what I want to do, but I'm just like, so my emotions are just are crazy. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I know I cried when I said goodbye to Sam, <laughs> Celine, and Reese. We had like this little moment after we all got our diplomas and we got a photo together. And then we basically said our goodbyes because we weren't going to be seeing each other um, for at least a couple months after that. So that was a nice moment. But yeah, it hasn't hit me yet. I am starting school again in the fall. So maybe that's why I feel like I don't feel as sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you still have something else to look forward to in a few months. I do. So, Victoria, what are you going to study in the fall? So, I'm going to be doing a two-year RN program. Um, I didn't think I would ever become a nurse. I thought I wanted to do physical therapy. That changed last summer uh, when I decided I want to be an NP. So, yeah, I'm going to be starting nursing in the fall. Wow, that's that's funny because I just finished nursing school myself. I know, I heard that on one of the episodes, <laughs> actually. <laughs> wow, what is this is a personal question, but kind of what motivated you to want to go into nursing? Well, I did an internship at a PT clinic, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. Um, and then I took a microbio class, and I really liked like the more sciencey part of it. And I don't know for whatever reason, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to like. I don't know, like the microbio class like motivated me to like look into something else besides Mm -hmm. PT. Um, I shadowed my neighbor who's actually a nurse practitioner and I just, I really loved it and I felt that it'd be a better career path for me than PT. So that's the main reason I switched. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think nursing is so amazing too because there's, it branches out in so many different ways Mm -hmm. that you really can do anything. Like you can go into research you can go into patient care. You can go into leadership. And NP school, um, I love nurse practitioners. They can write prescriptions. Um, they're usually a lot more hands-on than just the normal um, um, MDs. Mm-hmm. And um, so would it be two years for your RN, right? And then another two years for your NP? Yep, that's right. So I, mm-hmm. in two years, I get my RN. Um, I didn't want to go to like 
a four-year school to get my BSN just because I already yeah, did four years at Merrimack. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in two years, I'll have my RN and I'll, I'll work for a little as an RN to gain experience. And then the NP will be an additional two years. Yeah. And I think the, the two-year MSN programs, because you have your master's, right? Uh, or is yeah, it a it's, bachelor's? No, it's a master's. Yeah, it's a master's. Yeah. Is there anything like a specific field, like pediatrics or family nursing? Um, I honestly have no idea because I I haven't even really experienced being in a hospital. So I feel Mm -hmm. like once I start doing my clinicals um, throughout the next two years, I'll have a better idea of what I want to specialize in. Yeah. Yeah, It's hard because I've been in a few hospitals myself and I always say, oh, I want to go into pediatrics or, oh, I want to go into the emergency room, but still Mm -hmm. not sure. We'll, We'll see what happens in the next year. Yeah, I know for sure. You can always switch too. You don't have to mm-hmm. like stick on one unit. Yeah. Now I know Vic is uh is studying for the whole NCLEX coming up very very soon for him, and he will become a nurse, registered nurse, come July, which is mm-hmm. awesome. July second. Um, yeah. Uh, Pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I have some friends who are studying for the NCLEX now, and. They're taking it, I think, in June this oh, month. It's, it's so one of my friends, uh, Jenna, she's from Methuen, Mass. She just passed. So congrats, Jenna O'Malley, RN. Oh, wow, she already scary. took her exam? Yeah, she <laughs> took her exam. Yeah, she passed. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you know First what hospital she's going to work at? She's working at um, in Lebanon, New Hampshire, Starmouth, Hitchcock. Oh, mm-hmm. that's deep. Yeah, that's really, it's two hours. So oh, but it's a great hospital. It's a great hospital. It's part of the Dartmouth uh, school system, too. Really? So it's, yeah, it's um, part of the Dartmouth Med School. How does that even work, though? Honestly, not sure. <laughs> that, that hospital, if you Google it, it looks like a mall. Really? <laughs> if you've been to the Rockingham Mall, that's exactly how that hospital looks like. It's, it's impressive. <laughs> that's got to be the biggest hospital in New Hampshire, right? Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. And and I always forget how massive of a state New Hampshire is, but yet Manchester is the biggest city in New Hampshire, and yes, I, it is. it's like not too far away from us personally, and which is pretty funny. I'm just like, really, that's the biggest city, and <laughs> it just makes you think too, because like there's so many other areas in New Hampshire. And I just kind of compare it to Maine, too, because really only southern Maine is, like, where the livelihood is happening. Um, and then just upstate Maine is just straight, you know, what? no civilization yeah. as opposed to, like, southern yeah. Maine and southern New Hampshire. I agree. Yeah, the further you go up north in New Hampshire, just, like, mountains and stuff. <laughs> now, did you grow up in New Hampshire all your life, Victoria? So I was born in Methuen, and um, at the time, my parents were living in Raymond, New Hampshire. They wanted me to be born in Mass. I don't know why. <laughs> so I was born at Holy Family, and then uh, shortly after, like a year after I was born, we moved to uh, <laughs> Manchester, New Hampshire, and I've been here ever since. How do you like it, though? Like, over the years, do you consider on moving? Do you want to stay in New England? Um, I, I really like where I live. I'm not far from like the city of Manchester. I'm on the outskirts. So it's 
we're not far. I'm close to the mass border. I'm only like 20 minutes away from Methuen. Um, so I think it's like a really good location. I don't think I'd want to move, but I can't say that for sure. Cause if I get a job off for somewhere, I'm not really too sure. I'm still living at home. So this is where I'll be for a little while, but I do like the location. It's awesome. Now that's yeah, I'll awesome. Work, I'll be working at CMC. So if you need a job, let me know. Oh, that's so funny. I'm actually doing my, um, my first clinical, it will be at CMC on, in like the rehab unit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be, um, I'll be a float nurse. So we might, I might see you. Somewhere. Very cool. Yeah, probably. Yeah. CMC is a great hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so in other words, for New Hampshire, What's like your favorite thing to do in New Hampshire? I know I've only been like to the White Mountains once. Um, I went to a couple places in New Hampshire, just like, you know, where Vic was, Livermore Falls and Mm -hmm. Plymouth, New Hampshire. I mean, there's a lot of like, I guess, like nature that you can really discover. Yeah. So what are your favorite like go to points in like New Hampshire? So I've been up north um, in North Conway a couple of times with Nick. Um, They have a lot of shopping outlets up there. They have tons of hiking. Um, if you're into hiking, like up north is definitely the way to go. Um, so in the summer, we like to go up north to hike. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to Rye, New Hampshire, which is near the seacoast. Um, there's a bunch of beaches in Rye that are really beautiful. Um, and you can do like a bunch of like paddle boarding on the water, which is really fun. Um, what else? I mean, New Hampshire just has a lot of outdoorsy things. I'm not the most outdoorsy person. I do like to hike. Uh, I don't like to camp, really. So I would say, yeah, like hiking, kayaking, biking. Yeah, there's so much to do, especially up north. There's like a bunch of cool trails. Also, the um, the Kangamangas Highway. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's basically up north. It's this long stretch of highway. And you can actually um, park on the side of the highway. And there's a little place called the Lower Falls. And it's basically man, uh, excuse me, nature, like kind of created like water slides with all these rocks. And like, it's like a swimming pool, but it's a, it's basically like a waterfall that leads into a swimming pool. So that's super fun um, to go to. So that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Kank is, is, uh, is such a beautiful drive. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah, yeah I like time, the lower falls. Mm-hmm. I went when it was snowing, I think, and it, it's uh, it's a little sketchy, but oh yeah, I don't, <laughs> I wouldn't go in the winter time. It's like you're on the edge of like a cliff, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep, and there's ice everywhere, and it's just you and your car. Oh, yep. Man. Yeah, but in the summer, it's really, really beautiful. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like everything comes alive in the summer, even if you live in California, or Texas, or even Florida, where it's hot year round. But everyone's just so alive in the summer because everywhere it's hot, not just mm-hmm. those specific states. And I think in New England, we always get that little uh, slight depression of winter. I mean, I like winter like in the beginning, but like I don't like the duration of it because this winter specifically was really long. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. We didn't really have a spring. And yeah, it was just pretty pretty long and brutal i feel like anything after christmas just sucks (laughs) yeah no i hear you because there's like nothing to look forward to in those specific times um i mean unless you're in school or you have a birthday coming up or you have a family event coming up there's really nothing to look forward to within those first four and a half months of the year and 
I don't know. That's just because of a New England thing, because we have such a long winter, and there's really no spring that we can experience. And I was just talking to Vic right before we actually hopped on this episode. Um, it's going to be like 85 or 87 this upcoming Sunday. Yeah, we I saw already, that. And we were already making plans to like do something for the weekend. And we're just hoping it doesn't change because it's been changing so much of late. Oh, I know. It changes constantly. And if you ever think about it, global climate change is actually the worst thing right now. And we're literally experiencing it 24-7. Yeah, global global warming. I mean, that it kind of explains why our summers have been getting worse, I feel. Um, And I think in Europe, the weather is changing over there as well. So in Europe, like in warmer countries like Italy and stuff like that, it's actually getting colder there um, over the years. They just have noticed that the temperature hasn't been getting as hot as normal, and that's part of global warming. So global warming doesn't only mean getting warmer, it means getting colder too. So Europe is getting colder, and it's kind of disappointing. <laughs> well, I did not know that was happening. Yeah, yep, for sure. Now, your family is Italian, right, Vittoria? Have you been over to Italy before? Yes, I have been three times. Wow. Yep, so how's I've... the experience over there? Um, so my mom was born in Sicily, which is an island off of Italy. And I've been there three times. It's so hot, super hot there on that island. Um, We usually go and visit her family, go to the beach and stuff, and, of course, enjoy the food because that's the best part. (laughs) And um, uh, I think three summers ago, we went to Rome, which was awesome. That was my first time I had never been. We went with my mom's family. That was really cool. Is that more or less like the touristy area? Oh, for sure, yeah. Your experience in Italy? Yeah, um, when we went to Sicily, it wasn't much, there wasn't really many tourists there where we were, where like my my mom's family's from. Um, but when we got to Rome, like everyone spoke English, but you still felt like you were in Italy, which was cool. What would you say would be kind of um, the cultural differences that you would see in, in your trips to Europe? Definitely their relaxed lifestyle. I feel like. <laughs> Americans are just like so crazy and busy and over there they don't have any concept of time um they just kind of like go at their own pace like they eat dinner super super late which is we I feel like Americans don't really do that like we would eat dinner at like 10 10 o'clock at night which I was not used to um <laughs> they also eat way healthier than Americans <laughs> and everything it's just so beautiful over there like we just don't have beaches like they do and like like the cobblestone grounds are just so cool to walk on. And it's just, especially like where my mom's from, it's a wicked small town. So they have like, they actually have a truck that drives around like the neighborhoods selling vegetables, which is so weird because you would never see that here. You would just go to like no. market basket for your vegetables. Mm-hmm. So, and it's yeah. all fresh. Oh yeah, all fresh. They have just a healthier lifestyle and it's more relaxed. I would say those are the two biggest things. And yeah, they just eat super healthy and the food's delicious. Oh, my God. I want to go to Italy so bad just you talking about this right now because <laughs> I'm not like a touristy guy. I kind of like the island kind of like feel. Mm-hmm. I've never been a touristy person. I always wanted to be like on the outskirts of the tourism because I feel like you can only experience it for X amount of days and then that's your vacation. It ends up being just a tourist vacation like for a week straight. And I wouldn't want to do that personally. 
I know what type of like feel I like to have, especially mm-hmm. going on vacation. That is my type of territory. Going on a small island, not having much around you, just like nature, uh, like a little breeze going on, um, ocean feels, sand feels, like, and just looking at what nature created over time. Yeah, it's definitely really cool. We're actually going to Spain this summer. And we're going, we're doing one week in Barcelona, which will be very touristy. And then we're doing one week in an island called Mallorca. And that will be touristy, but it's, you get that island feel. It's not like you're on like the mainland surrounded by buildings. So I feel like the island will be very cool to be on. Absolutely. Well, uh, when are you going to Spain? We're going at the end of July for like two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're going to have to try to set up a trip. Yeah, I know. We've been slacking so much. We told ourselves that we weren't going to do a trip for for this summer. But hopefully, like, towards, like, you know, because I'm going back to grad school at Merrimack. Oh, you are? Yeah, so I'm doing health and wellness management. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I thought I was, too. Yeah, I hit the little switch up until I talked to Kyle McGinnis. and he kind of told me, yeah, have tuition and you get a nice little internship. And I'm like, all right, I'm already sold. So, Sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Yes, thank you. And I'll have all the accessible things to me. Um, I have an interview coming up soon with the Andover um, Public Health of um, Andover. Mm-hmm. And basically what I would be doing there is creating a community needs assessment and helping out with the gas explosions that just happened last September in 2018. So that's a pretty cool experience because I want to get into healthcare administration. Um, that's awesome. Healthcare administration. What else am I thinking of? Government agencies, um, being a health data analyst, mm-hmm. all those types of like things that you can possibly do with a wellness management degree, which is pretty awesome. Wow, and good for you. just trying to see what's going on from there and just build as much experience afterwards. So I get another kind of year of schooling and vacationing and stuff like that. So I definitely want to arrange something with Vic, hopefully over December break or something. <laughs> That's not um, Hampton Beach. <laughs> that is not Hampton Beach, correct. <laughs> so hopefully over, <laughs> hopefully over uh, winter break that I get. Um, me and Vic can plan something, you know, even as some, something as small as like going to San Diego for like four or five days and, you know, that'd be wicked cool. Oh yeah. I don't think that's small at all. I think that'd be huge for you guys to go to San Diego. Very cool. Experience new vibes. Yeah, absolutely. And he went to Florida for spring break. Um, and he really enjoyed it over there. And it's just something that happens with the weather. The weather change again. And everyone's just so alive in the summer. Like, Victoria, you even feel like, you know, you can go outside and you launch your Instagram page. That was going to be my next question about, like, your Instagram page. of um, You get to go outside. You get to show what you really want to do, what you want to um, showcase, especially on your Instagram account, and motivate others. Yeah. So I know Vic doesn't know much about the Instagram account, but explain a little bit of that to him. Oh, yeah. So I have, well, I have my personal Instagram account, and I have one. It's called Fuel and Fitness. Yeah, it's this clever name I made up probably like almost like a year and a half ago. And I basically made it because I had quit track at that point. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do with myself now. Um, and I really love working out. So I was like, let me make this page, and I'll like post workouts that I do. Like, I'll post like 
just like tips for like fitness and stuff and um just to motivate people that was like my main thing is to just motivate people to keep active especially because I had quit track and I feel like a lot of college athletes when they're done their college career with athletics they like don't know what to do with themselves so that's kind of the reason I started it was to motivate people well that that's awesome that really reminds me of um I'm not sure if you know Eric um, Eric Rosario. Yeah, Eric Rosario. I, I think so. He went to Merrimack, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me because um, he too, he kind of, he wants to motivate people and really try to find the best in others. Mm-hmm. And that's really the best that you can do as a person is just try to help your fellow, your, your fellow person. Yeah, so I enjoy doing it. I don't really post much on it, but now that the weather's warmer, it's like easier for like me to go outside and like do like a little workout and like make a video and just post it on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's so easy that you can um, get a following from other people too. Yes. I don't have a big following, but I'm not on it too much. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to motivate people. And I feel like a lot of people, they like, they tell me they like it and they try to do my workouts, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's the best part is when, you know, even if the, re- the reach is small, you're yeah. still impacting someone. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I always think of it as um, never underestimate your impact for others. And like Vic just said, even if it's just two or three people, you're still impacting other people's lives, not just as as opposed to zero. (laughs) Um, I just feel like, you know, I love it when people do that stuff. And a lot of people have their own opinions on different other things. But, you know, it is what it is. Not everyone's going to like what you do, but, you know, as long as you reach that um, sort of to say that reach goal of just reaching a certain population and then just sticking with it, they're just going to follow you and follow your motivation tips and whatnot. Yeah, I like motivating people because I hear because I run a lot and people are like, oh, you're crazy. You run like I could never do that. And I'm like, yes, you can. You just have to put your mind to it and like because um, you really can like your body can just do so much more than you think it can and um, I like to motivate people because a lot of people just don't think they could achieve these things when actually they can they just need a little push and to be able to see that it uh, can be done so yeah I call that money hours right yeah. there <laughs> <laughs> big time no obviously um, I feel like a lot of times when people start reaching out to a certain population, they just stop because they're not getting more of a follow. But what you're doing is great, Vittoria, you know, just keep at it. I, I look Thank at your you. fitness page all the time, so don't worry. Oh, thanks. I, I'm, at least I have one fan. <laughs> no, actually, it was funny. No, was at, it's awesome. Yeah, I was at the gym one day, and this girl I knew, like, through high school, she's like, oh, my God, I see your videos on Instagram. Like, I, me and my friend do them. I was like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Like, so people are actually trying to, like, do them and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So what's your – um, what's kind of, like, your favorite side of, like, fitness? Um, I sort of would say, like, do you like challenging yourself mentally or do you like um, the aspects of just simply just working out to work out? Um, no, I like to work out to better myself as a person. Um, you, when you work out and when you run long distance, you really, you're, it's really a more of a mental challenge than a physical challenge. 
And I feel that increasing your mental strength just builds you up as a person. Um, I do like working out like for the physical aspect for it, but in the long run, I just want to be as healthy as I can. So I do it for more of like the health benefit reasons and just to become more mentally tough, I guess. What, what has been your process really trying to get mentally tough in order to like prepare for like those long runs? Um, I don't really do it. So I try to have a positive mindset um, because some, some people be just be like, oh, I, I'm dreading this run. I'm dreading this workout. Like you can't put those negative thoughts in your head. You just have to really be positive. So I try to be a really positive person, especially when you run with like a group of friends. I think it, I think it's easier. You can all motivate each other. Um, if you're by yourself, it's kind of a little bit harder, but I try to be positive. Um, and if I'm having a bad run, like it's inevitable, everyone will have a bad run or a bad workout. So I just try to erase those negative thoughts. I try to like envision me like winning the Olympics or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a great way of viewing it for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I noticed you ran your first half marathon. When'd you do that? Yeah, so I did two half marathons, one last May and then one the May before. Yeah. Excellent. Now, how was that experience? Um, training wasn't too horrible because I, I was a distance runner in high school. So I hadn't really started from, I didn't have to start from scratch. Um, it, was a, it was a good race. It, at mile 10, it got pretty miserable because I had three miles left. Um, but it was such a good experience. I think I became mentally stronger after running that. And um, it was just, like, a good – there was, like, such good energy around. Like, there's so many people running the race and cheering for you, and everyone's so positive at those races. So it was a really good um, experience, even though my body was in so much pain. <laughs> you kind of forget about the pain after the race. And you're like, oh, I want to run another one. So Yeah, typically yeah. when do you get, like, that sort of saying of runner's high? Typically around what mile? So, honestly, I, it depends on the person. I feel like I get a runner's high when I, like, I feel physically no pain. Like, I don't have any negative mental thoughts. Like, I feel like, oh, I could be going forever. It could be, like, mile one or it could be, like, mile six. But usually towards towards the end of your run, I, like, never really get a runner's high. Like, I just want to, like, die at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I feel like like it really depends on the person. It depends on, like, what – how you're feeling that day. Like, some people – like, one person next to you could be having a great one great run and then you could have be having like a miserable run so it really depends yeah absolutely yeah. do you feel like you're gonna do a marathon one day yeah i actually i signed up for one in, oh wow yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> I signed up for one in october Ooh. yeah oh well, that training process is gonna be crazy huh yeah so i'm doing it actually with my mom and some of her running buddies so we're all training together um we're following like a I think it's a 16 week plan and it kind of just like guides you of like how many miles like you should be doing in a week. So we're going to follow that. I think, I think it started like either last week or it's going to start this week for the 16 weeks. So wow. yeah, it's wow. going to be, it's going to be brutal because I've never run past 13 miles. Um, but like I said, it's like a mental thing. So I'm just trying to like be positive and be like, yeah, I can do it. Even though like it sounds so crazy, like 26 miles. So I'm wow. excited though. Wow. I don't know how people can run 26 miles. <laughs> that, that, that's wicked impressive. <laughs> yeah. Even 13. Oh yeah. Wow. For sure. Yeah. No, I'm excited for it. I don't know if I'll, I'll, 
that I'll do anymore because if I have a bad like training experience, I probably won't want to do anymore. But I just want to do one to say I did it. So yeah. I think that's cool. It's an amazing experience. Um, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to know how I'm going to feel after, like, my body's going to be, like, destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Recovery time for that. Oh, oh yeah. It's probably going to be, like, two weeks. I don't really know. <clears throat> so, um, Victoria, um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, it was regarding um, – I asked this to a lot of people, especially if um, I've interacted with them over the re- over the years or whatnot, yeah. just, like, three or four years max. So, like – you know, there's, we all have a starting point with something and, um, especially like the whole college experience that you just had, what did you wish you had known when you, uh, when you started out? I wish I had known how much Merrimack was going to cost me. <laughs> no, I'm being, a, I'm being so real, like a hundred percent. I, I knew it'd be expensive, but I didn't really know at the same time. Like I knew, but I didn't. Um, so I feel like I don't know. I just feel like I would have picked a different school. Um, and then I also wish I would have decided this nursing thing before I started Merrimack so I wouldn't have to be doing the two-year program. But those are, like, the two things. Like, if I would have known about nursing and if I would have known really how much Merrimack cost, those are, like, the two biggest things. But now, like, I can't go back on it, so it is what it is. And I, I look at it like I got such a good education at Merrimack and I met, like, so many like lifelong friends. So, but yeah, if I would have changed something, it would have been those two things for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Me and Vic had that conversation, I think on episode one. And when we talk about college experience of what you want to do, especially at age 18, it's kind of tough. Me and Vic coming from both backgrounds where our family really doesn't have a college education, so we really mm-hmm. don't know the ins and out of college. Yeah. So me picking Merrimack, that's definitely one of those big things. It was just I saw it as a closer school to me. I knew how much it was, but I didn't know how much it was. I, you know what I ex- mean? Oh, so, I, yeah, <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, same thing goes for Vic. Vic t- tells me X amount of student loans, but, like, mm-hmm. we are in a situation where – this country is in the trillions in student loan debt. Mm-hmm. So it's really not like we're that far off. You know what I mean? As opposed to like those kids who go to med school or oh, those kids who yeah. like go to, you know, we're kind of better off than them. But we still have a lot to pay back. Yeah. But um... we got six months. We got six months. <laughs> but that's the positive Let's thing enjoy I think of going back to school for me is that I get to defer my loan, oh, which is true. amazing. Yeah. Oh, you guys are lucky. no yeah so i know i agree i mean i feel like most people have loans i mean some who don't maybe are very fortunate where they got like a huge scholarship but it is what it is and i think that we're all in a position to get really good jobs in the future then we'll be able to Mm -hmm. pay our loans off it's not like we went for like some useless major and can't get a good job so i think that's the only thing we have going for us is good jobs in the future it's part of the process absolutely it's the growth Yes. of jobs going out there especially we're in a great field of healthcare, yeah and there's jobs all around you really can't go jobs this is really tough and especially um now in day and age and with all this prevention going on everyone wants to get fit so and the aging population too correct the baby boomers that's huge right yeah. now mm-hmm. i don't know i just feel like 
you know, I didn't really like waste my time, but like, like you said, Victoria, ended up making lifelong friends, got a good education and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's not really good to think about that negative aspect. Yeah, you can't because you'll just be miserable if you keep thinking about, oh, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. So. Yeah. But that's good, though. You have that that onset that, you know, I didn't waste my time. I did X, Y, and Z. Um, I didn't know necessarily what I wanted to do. I thought I knew what I wanted to do at 18 yeah. years old. But it's so hard to tell an 18-year-old what they want to do for the rest of their lives because you end up taking other classes and you're like, hmm, I like that a little better. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Vic said it himself, too. Like, it's it's never too late to, to you know, get out there and, and truly find what you are passionate for. And so, I don't know. Yeah. Vic is doing a great thing, becoming a, a nurse. You too, Vittoria. So, I mean, like, who knows? Vic in the down run will probably end up becoming an MP, just like you, Vittoria. So. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I want to get my doctor. That's awesome. Get, get the DNP. <laughs> but really, um, Vittoria, so looking back at that aspect and stuff like that, noticing of what you wanted to, um, if you could change certain things, um, your, your college process through the four years, what were, um, especially we all go through difficult times. Mm-hmm. How did you adapt through difficult times, especially through four years of college? And I know you lived on campus for the first year and then you commuted the next three years. So yeah. how did you feel with uh, like the ups and downs of college? Cause I feel like a lot of kids go through that. So I felt, especially during my down times, like my freshman year when I lived there, I was in a forced triple in the beginning, so it was really difficult. And plus, I missed home so much, even though I lived literally half an hour away. Um, so during the low points, I was like second guessing. I shouldn't have lit, like shouldn't have decided to live on campus. But then during like the high times when I was with like my friends, like having a good time, like all bonding over the same things, I was like, okay, maybe this is a good decision that I stay there and I think during the low times I thought it would never end but literally four years went by so quickly and I think so many people go through highs and lows throughout their four years of college that it's normal so I told myself it's normal to be feeling like this and the more you talk to people they can relate to you so I think um, it was very helpful to have good friends who are like supportive and relatable to my situation. Yeah, having yeah. a strong support system is always beneficial because if you don't have someone that you can really talk about how you're feeling or or just let loose in per se, then you'll just have all those pent up emotions and yeah. then you'll be able to to progress and better yourself. Yeah, I definitely vented to my friends and boyfriend and my mom like big time. <laughs> so I'm thankful for them, but yeah, I wouldn't really change much throughout my four years. Um, like, I just met amazing people. And obviously, at Merrimack, they should lower their costs because no one needs to be paying that to go there. <laughs> um, I think I had a good time. And Christian, I have a question for you. Get did you, me. Did you ever, <laughs> so since, since you commit, like, I, I liked commuting. I loved it. I, like, didn't care that I was, like, missing out on, like, the party scene, even though I could, like, literally stay at Sam's whenever I wanted to. Yeah. Did, did you feel like you were missing out on anything because you were a commuter? No. Um, I actually felt like I was immersed into campus because right away, um, I was very lost at first. I only really had Methuen High friends 
coming in at Merrimack College. So mm-hmm. I used to hang out with them for like the first two and a half months at Merrimack College for the first for freshman year. And also, I didn't have a car, which was even worse starting out freshman year. And I tend to forget about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful for like, you know, my brothers, my parents for giving me rides to school and whatnot to track practice and um, just staying, just sticking around. And I don't know why I didn't ask people earlier that, you know, can I stay in your room for just X amount of time? Because I used to just go to the library and just wait until I know I got picked up or something. Yeah. But I think once I got my car and then I started hanging out with my Jacob and Aiden. And mm-hmm. so once that started happening, I felt like I was a part of campus right away because they would always tell me, hey, what are you doing today? Can you stay over? Can you do X, Y, and Z? I'm just like, oh, wow. I actually oh. feel like I'm good. Like, yeah. So I always felt like I was a part of campus at that point. And then other than that, from there on out, I always felt like I had somewhere to stay. I was just always um, grateful for that opportunity to actually have make friends like that. And then I ended up opening up to other people and on the track team and whatnot until, you know, I obviously left and then wanted to focus on school, work, ex- mm-hmm. and then, you know, internship and whatnot. Yeah, Mike, Mike and them, they're so nice. And I think same on my end, like Sam, Reese, Celine, I knew I – didn't live at school but they're always like asking me hey come up like hang out with us like you're always welcome in our room so I feel like they really pushed for me to like still be in their friend group like we still made an effort to like hang out with each other even though I wasn't on campus much but and so I feel like track like really helped us out like we met so many people oh my god yeah oh my god yeah I felt like if I wasn't immersed into sports I would be so lost yeah in the beginning especially for sure yeah Especially that. I would probably find myself visiting Victor School 24-7. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it, kind of, it sounds like, you know, sports or, like, um, intramural sports or any organizations on school would be, like, the best way for commuter students to really get into the, camp- the campus atmosphere. Yeah, I think so. Because you meet so many people and um, you just feel like you're – a part of something which you are a team and everyone kind of like looks out for each other so you feel like you have people to like um, not cling to but like people to go to for anything um, if you don't feel comfortable with, with anyone else yeah and people in school too they become your little family so oh like, yeah you know, it's your family there you go to people <laughs> um so Victoria, I haven't asked really unusual questions on this podcast. Okay. I always kind of kept it like, <laughs> you know, kind of like direct and flowing in with like a conversation, especially on like serious topics such as, you know, in the past topics we were talking about what drives you, what motivates you, um, sort of like, you know, we, we had an episode about mental health, which is pretty good. I think a lot of people don't open up about that. But really, just like another cool, like little way of just like asking another question. Um, so, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? I, this has been on my mind since this morning. I think if I had a superpower, I think it'd just be to be invisible. I feel like I could just creep on so many people and they not know it. <laughs> but not invisible all the time, right? 
No, not okay. no. If I wanted to like be invisible real quick, I could just like snap my yeah. fingers and be invisible. I don't know why. Like I just thought that was so cool. You flipped a switch and you're invisible. Yeah, that's yeah then I could like no one would know I'd be there. Like yeah. I could like I don't I don't even know what I would do. Just creep on people. That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> Which oh, I'm not I'm not a creep, but I feel like if I wanted to creep I could. <laughs> no, absolutely. I hear you. Hey, Especially... people watching people watching is sometimes, you know, part time thing, you know. Oh, yes. People watching, yeah, it's a fun time. <laughs> I don't know. If I had a superpower, I was thinking about this this morning because I haven't thought about this question since, like, I was probably in high school. And for me, uh, like, controlling things with, like, your mind. Because I was on traffic this morning on the way to the gym, and these two cars just wouldn't move. And they would move into the lane as soon as I would move into the lane. <laughs> and I just wanted to move them out of the way. That's all I wanted to do. And, yeah, seriously, because, I don't know. Something happened this morning, and <laughs> I was just not happy about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just That's can't funny. stand terrible drivers on the highway, especially. Oh, and when the weather gets warmer, that's when the bad drivers come out. <laughs> it's so yeah, you would you would think it would be the winter. Oh no, the winter's a breeze. Yeah, <laughs> driving in the summer, it's construction season. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah especially so Massachusetts bad. people, man. They're the worst at driving. I'm sorry. I don't know. I need to go to other states and see how people drive. But literally, Massachusetts drivers are probably the worst drivers I've ever. Oh. Yeah, I shared hated... the same exact road with. <laughs> oh yeah, I hated doing ninety three south, like especially bu- like early in the morning when it's super busy going to school. Like it was just a nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody's nightmare. in a rush. It's like everybody just breathes for a second. Especially the highway on ninety three north. Yo, that expansion of widening it out has yes. been happening for so long. <laughs> no, they said it's going to be a, it's so it's a ten year project, and I feel like. They still have like at least two years to go. When did they start that? A long, a long time ago. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's a ten-year project. So right now it's three lanes until exit three. Three, and yeah. Then it drops down to two, and then now like where I so I live off of exit five ninety-three north, and there's no third. There's no third lane in sight. So I mean, I hope they get moving. So. No, yeah. legit, though, because that's such a tough project to do because highway is, like, the main force of, like, transportation. And especially if all those people who live in New Hampshire and work in Boston, they're in traffic for, like, 5, 6.30. Rush hour. Oh, yeah, hour. it is. No, literally, rush hour is from, like, 3 to 6. Like, it's insane. Yeah, because it's, it, it, it converts into those two lanes, and it's terrible. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah, heading up. The perfect time when I would leave Plymouth would be like five thirty. So then when I get back home, no traffic. I don't know. There's something about those highways. It's always interesting too. Oh, just people. <laughs> Especially with traffic too. People are terrible with it. They break in the most inconsistent times. No, or people <laughs> switch lanes. Yeah, and then you pass true. them like a minute later. Yeah. Like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't don't we love life? Life is beautiful. I know, especially in the summertime. I'm telling you, everyone just gets more excited. Everyone's outside. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> in a better mood. 
especially here in New England. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We need to do something, Vic. Victoria just inspired us. Oh, I know. she's going to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hampton Beach on Sunday, Vic. Hampton Beach, yes. Good old Hampton. Good old Hampton Beach. You know what? Sunday we might a little diverge and we might hit up OOB oh, in Saco, Maine. Nice. <laughs> I'm down for OOB. Visit visit Tyler while we're at it. Yeah, God. let's do it. The last I heard, I don't know if Mike was joking with me, but last I heard he was in London. And I haven't seen any pictures on Snapchat. Wait, Tyler, or Instagram. Tyler was in London? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Really? Yeah, I don't That's know so if he funny. was joking with me, but um, because for the longest time, me, Aiden, and Mike, and Ty have all just been trying to hang out again as a as a group, yeah. and we haven't ever since he left Merrimack. So I don't know. It's been tough to and actually gotta, coordinate like, something. Yeah, you gotta like pick a day and just set like be set for that day. But then things come up, so it gets so hard. Yeah, I know, especially with working into and you know, we'll figure it out soon. Absolutely. Yeah, you'll 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 get a day. Yeah, especially with good weather coming up. I feel like it's June and there hasn't been a good good day yet. I know, I know, it's been miserable. I feel like when was it Labor Day? Be- uh, no, Memorial Day weekend was really nice. Yeah. And then, like, this weekend, I think it's going to be really nice. Well, meanwhile, Memorial Day weekend, Vic was putting down cement. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> not fun. <laughs> we, we did, like, 30 bags. Oh, my gosh, my bag hurts. Hmm. Yeah, leveling off is not, like, yard work and anything like that is just such a process, especially with us in the future of having homes. Oh, my God. I don't know. Something about it is just like it's gonna oh, be a lot of work. That's too far in the future, baby. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Yeah, let us pay our loads off first. I'm, so, I'm living at home for another two years. Oh yeah, at least. At, at least. least. At least. <laughs> it might be like four, but we'll see. You know what? I, I'll stretch it to seven. <laughs> I tell my parents I'm gonna live with them forever. Like I'm literally never gonna move out. Oh, no, especially with same. that. Especially with that, because I'm always gonna miss my mom's food. So I always find myself back. <laughs> eating my mom's food coming back home yeah me oh, too yeah. <laughs> so Victoria yeah a little following up and kind of conclusion to our little episode here yeah so if you were to like not go back in time but that's sort of like the same as that question I was asking before but what would be like, how do I want to phrase this? Um, damn. I had it all in my head as soon as we were talking about this. It's okay. It'll come back to you. Come it's gonna, no, it's going to come back to me right now. But it was something in the past. So, like, in terms of, like, memories, right? If yep. you were to go back in time, right, and you were to change things, those memories won't still, like, new memories would come about because you're obviously going back in time and you're changing things. But um, more or less, what are your, um, if you could, this is my, this is a two part question. If you could go back in time, what would you change? And second, what are your favorite memories of over the past five or six years um, that has shaped your life into the human being you are now? Okay. So I'm trying to think. I feel like, so this is kind of more than four, five to six years ago. I 
I was in high school as a sophomore. I tore my ACL. And I feel like that really changed me just because um, I went through, like, months of rehab. And I feel like that is what made me want to be a PT. And that is what, like, really shaped me to, like, like the whole exercise science thing. So I kind of knew what I wanted to do. So I wouldn't, even though as much as that sucked tearing my tail, I wouldn't change that because that kind of, um, I kind of just saw myself wanting to like be in the healthcare field. Um, so that was one thing. And then wait, what was the other question? Sorry. Oh, no. Um, what were your, um, basically your favorite memories of the past oh, like four or five years? Yes. My favorite memories. I think, I don't know. I had so many, I would say two of them being, um, freshman year and sophomore year spring weekend. I don't know why. I just like had the greatest times with my friends. Yeah. Like the weather was warm. I don't know. It was just a really fun time. And then I would have to say probably like the last week at Merrimack. Um, mm-hmm. So a couple weeks ago, I think I had such a good time at the, um, the senior formal with my boyfriend and Sam, uh, Celine and Reese. We just had such a good time at that formal. Um, so I think that was like, it was so memorable. I don't know. I've, I've had so many memorable moments, yeah, but I feel absolutely. like that, like the end of like my college career, like that really just stuck out. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Vic, Vic, Vic has had some fun times at spring weekend too, huh, Vic? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, maybe. I yeah. can't disclose anything. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Merrimack, Merrimack, as as crazy as it was sometimes, you know, like being restrictive of parties and whatnot. Um, spring weekend, we really, we really went all out. Yeah, every single opportunity so we could. Yeah, and I think that's uh, just an attest to what New England does when they can't handle good weather. <laughs> You know, and I know then, everyone and then, just goes crazy. Yeah, no one, no one sees anything. I no. mean, like for so long, you're in this, you're in your 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 house for so long, and it gets dark by four o'clock, three thirty, and you're just like, damn, it's already dark outside. What what, what do I got to do today? Yeah, it's just depressing. Mm-hmm. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. <laughs> That's winter right there. Mm-hmm. It's complete hibernation season. And I think things just like what you said, Victoria, going to the gym, motivating yourself, especially during those times, mm-hmm. you know, and staying active and really finding yourself with, um, with wellness and meditation, being mindful, just anything you can to actually be establishing yourself in the winter times. Yeah, that definitely helps. All righty, Vic. All right, are you there? I can't even hear you. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, there you are. <laughs> no, I've, I've heard the whole thing. Okay. It's my phone sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get studio space soon. We're going to figure out mics real soon. And, you know, Victoria, um, cool. it was great having you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It won't be the last me. time we'll have you on again. Oh, I can't wait. Probably as like a duo little thing with like Sam or something, if I can oh, get her God. on here soon. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Victoria, again. Thank yeah, you nice so talking to you guys. I'm sure I'll, maybe I'll see you at Hampton Beach sometime. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Great meeting you. All right, guys. Take it easy, everyone. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye.